0: Uh, Heather, Matt, so...
1: Yeah, yeah. uh,
0: Yeah, thanks for meeting with me. Um, Do you guys
1: guys see that body in in the cafeteria?
0: Yeah, okay, so uh, this is what I was going to get to. One of the three of us is an imposter.
1: Somebody did it. Somebody murdered that person.
0: One of the three of us is not who we appear to be.
2: Hmm. They did it with a knife. They killed somebody with a knife. Somebody did.
0: Uh, it's Heather. It's with. that's so ob- It's Heather. It's so obviously Heather. Like okay. Was just, well, we Nick, let's not even start the meeting, and then yeah, she
2: just interrupt. was. Let's not drop to conclusion.
3: We can't just do that. This is a... We're, look, there obviously there's something nefarious at play. This is, this is a
2: democracy. This is a democracy.
3: That's right. Okay. Okay.
2: So Nick, right, so, Nick got real sus- suspicious when he said it could be me. Uh, I think it might be Nick. I do okay. think that
3: there's something to that.
0: Here, Here's what I'll say is that I was busy
2: uh, uh-huh.
0: mm-hmm, depositing okay. some fuel. So I, I was okay. just taking care of a task. I was very busy. I could
3: not have been behind this murder.
2: What were you doing, Apodaka?
3: I was rewiring uh, in electrical. There were some okay. wires that got crossed there, so I, I had to w- fix those.
2: I was I was stabbing somebody in the cafeteria. I think it's it might be so, Nick. It's. It, I think I'll it be, might be it's Nick. so,
3: Just a confession. I'm
2: to think just it an might be outright Nick Outright
3: confession.
2: I think it might be Nick.
3: Let's just let's just vote and get it over with. Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Nick's okay. us. No, don't
2: Nick's us. Don't push me out the airlock. Fuck. Whoa. It was Nick. <laughs> 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 we rewire electrical systems hide in vents and think our crewmates are sus in social multiplayer deduction game among us this week on how did this get Slay.
0: Welcome to How Did This Get Slayed, the show where we discuss the worst and weirdest horror video games of all time. I'm Nick Wa Igor.
2: I'm Helger and Crammed in the Well.
0: Did you forget to do one? <laughs> Is that what's
3: emerging?
2: Helger and Crammed in the Well.
3: Okay. Like the ring that goes from the ring. Yeah, oh, who are got you? It. Okay. Who who are you? Oh, I'm Matt up a Dr. Sleep. <laughs> Very
0: good. <laughs> I didn't realize Dr. Sleep was a shining part 2. It's a shining sequel.
3: Yeah, it it sort of forgets that it's that until like 2 hours and 40 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's long. <laughs> Uh, and our engineer Devin is, uh, night of the living Devin, of course, putting us all to shame once again.
2: (laughs) Devin, who
0: does our theme song.
2: Man, that's good. That's fucking good. God damn it. Okay. Well. Matt, you got to do your catchphrase. Oh, hell, everyone. (laughs) Hell, everyone. And welcome back, bucket of blood. Ooh, edge of a knife. Um, we had a
0: little bit of a discussion ahead of time. So Matt and I were on under the impression that we were going to retire the segment we were about to do at the top of the show, 70 seconds in gaming heaven. And apparently Heather completely, I guess, just ignored
2: this text thread that she was on. Chances are you guys were texting me in the middle of the workday or right. after my bedtime. And right. either one of those is unacceptable. I'm not going to go. <laughs> There's also a possibility That I will, that I, I, sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll have like 55 texts from the both of you and I'll like drowsily click it and be like, oh, what is it? And then like, none of it is retained by my brain. I just Mm -hmm. go back to sleep. And then the next day, so if you said, we're not doing this segment anymore, Heather, your favorite segment in the show, we're not doing it anymore. And you tried to pass that by me in the middle of the night, then of course I didn't know.
3: We're to, doing to it at fair, least
2: one more time.
3: Yeah. To, to be fair, 35 of those 55 text messages are Weiger and I just saying, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
0: take issue with you saying middle of the night because I go to bed at 1030 p.m. So that, I don't. There's,
2: hold on. I've got yeah. fucking receipts here. I have receipts <laughs> here. And there's no fucking. There's no way. There's no way. I'm going to pull up a timestamp.
3: Live. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Nick has sent us, like, a Final Fantasy XIV run at, like, 11. All right.
0: There's
2: n- there's no... Look. Sometimes I have trouble last, sleeping. <laughs> to last check out fucking some speed night. Runs. Last night. 11. Oh, no, that's in the morning. All right, well.
0: All right, learn okay, your MPMs. No <laughs> then come back with your receipts. Uh, but anyway... We, before we discuss a a hellish game, I guess because of its uh, horror-adjacent setting this week, it is time, as we usually do, and we'll see if we continue doing in the future, to spend 70 seconds in gaming heaven. Matt, count us off. Go for it.
2: All right. This is how a professional does this segment. I'm ready, <laughs> I'm locked, and I'm loaded. I've prepared all week long. I've been playing Mario 35, and it is excellent. Excellent. It is, now, I've been joking on Twitter that it is too easy, but the truth is I just have a lot of, like, muscle memory for the location of items in Mario levels, and I think that that's giving me an advantage because a lot of this stuff is buried in Nintendo powers in our childhoods. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you know where a star is in almost every level of the game, you're going to rip through that level at a speed that nobody else is capable of. I love Mario 35. It is a relaxing like lunchtime game when you don't have enough time to play a story but you want to get in some good gaming like crunch in in just a few minutes i keep getting first place it's uh it's a curse wow was that nick, 70
3: seconds no nick what would you like to say about the extra time um
0: did did you uh
2: this is why we're canceling the segment, by the way, because, you know, when we leave it up to Nick.
0: Did, did you beat Bowser?
2: <laughs> did you beat Bowser?
0: Yeah, that's my question. <laughs> it's it's basically, I've, I haven't messed around with this game, but mechanically it's like your, it's like Tetris 99, with but, but Super Mario, right? Super Mario Brothers yeah. 1, basically? It's super,
2: it's super Mario 1 versus 34 other people, and the enemies that they clear come to your level. So you will have if somebody else gets to Bowser before you, you'll have a Bowser show up in the middle of one four or worse in the middle of like one three. I've had Bowser show up underwater. Wow. Wow. And that's like, that's awesome. That's a great I mean, like, what a great way to keep you on your toes. You're constantly managing uh, your coins, uh, give you access to a slot machine of power ups So you have to collect coins. Every enemy you kill adds more time to your clock, which is constantly ticking down over multiple levels. So you start with like 99 seconds, and if you don't kill things, then your clock will hit zero before. It's great. It's really well thought out, super easy.
3: I don't really want to be the one to sort of point this out. Whether the segment's working or not working, and as far as the time limit concerns, but I do think we are still talking about Mario Thirty Five when the timer has gone off.
0: It's true. I
3: think I think maybe Wait. the maybe just a general sort of get like check in
0: at the top of the show without the time pressure is may- maybe the, maybe this is what we've just discovered is that that's I the just, way to handle it. I don't is know. This, I don't is this know. Like
2: how to be an asshole on a podcast? Is that what you guys are doing? <laughs>
3: I'm just saying, we cut Nick off you, when he tries to talk you, about Crusader Kings 3 and getting cucked by a, uh, the mayor again.
2: <laughs> somehow it's my fault that you asked a follow-up question?
3: <laughs> <laughs> wait, you're right. Nick, Nick, well, that's the thing. It's Nick's fault. I wasn't saying it was anyone's fault necessarily, but it is Nick's. Now, wait a minute. But you I love do, that we you, can... S- what? Go ahead.
0: You do seem to respond to time pressure. Like, that's like the, the gimmick of the segment, and that's what, that's the, what, you're, the, what you're getting from Super Mario 35.
2: I mean, not exclusively, but sure. I just, Hmm. I love this segment because it's, what is, time? I love time? Yeah. Time's my enemy. (laughs) Time is the cross on which we are all crucified. It's
0: true. (laughs) We're all on a conveyor belt to the grave. And uh, all we can really do is pass the time in various ways. We choose video games and podcasting. Here we are. We should introduce our (laughs) guest. Very, very excited to have him. A writer, actor, and comedian (laughs) from Dream Corp LLC. Season three premieres October 25th on Adult Swim. Nick Rutherford is here.
2: Hi, Nick. Hi, Nick. Hey, Nick. Hi, Heather. Hey, Nick is also uh, my coworker at Rick and Morty, also on Adult Swim. How exciting. Yeah. It is nice.
1: Yeah, it's good to be here.
0: A treat to have you here. Nick, I'm I'm unfamiliar with with whether you are someone who plays video games or not. Are you a gamer?
1: I am. I feel like... I I am having a new renaissance with gaming again. Quarantine certainly helped that out. I got a PS4 like a month and a half ago. Uh, pre- previously, I had an Xbox One that kind of died on me, and then I was like, that's a good sign. I've had a Switch since, um, I guess, launch. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying uh, video gaming again because it's better than not. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: what have you been playing lately?
1: Now, this is kind of embarrassing because they're old games, but I'm playing Red Dead Redemption 2 right now. I never Hell played it. yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah, I'm playing that. I'm playing, um, I'm still playing Smash Brothers on the Switch. Wow. Uh, yeah, I like, I enjoy that online with random people. You like um, the, you
0: like the online Smash Brothers?
1: Nobody, I, I, I've played Smash Brothers like my whole life. Yeah, and me, so, too. I, me
0: too. Well, not my whole life. I play, started playing it as a, when it 64 came out when I was a teenager. But yeah, I mean, like...
1: I, I was in early I, development for the original Smash Brothers, so I was a play tester. Oh, wow, okay. No, no, I'm not. I wasn't at all. Uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> but, like, so, you know, I bet you're pretty good. And so you... And now you can't have anybody over. But, like, every yeah. time I've had, like, a Smash Brothers night, like, it's not fun. It's fun with my brother because he's equally as good as me and, like, my high school friends. But...
0: Yeah, it was yeah. – there was the, – the playing, like, Melee with, like, college roommates, like, I'll never have that level of fun again because it was yeah. just, like, everyone was playing a lot. We were all at a, a same relative skill level, and, uh, you know, it, it's it's just not – it's not the same sensation. But I, I haven't – I've never really – I guess just partly because Nintendo's online tends to be pretty, you know, anemic, I've never really – clicked with any of the smash brothers online modes uh but uh, uh who do you like who do you play in the uh smash brothers ultimate like who is your main or who you're who you're some of your favorite characters
1: my main is just uh captain falcon across the board i don't even wow. mess with anybody else because i'll dip in do a half hour and then like you get so charged because it's like such an anxious game you know and then i have right. to like dip out so i don't even care about developing another character at this point
2: do you get excited about the announcements of new characters? Is there a character that they could introduce that would make you switch from your main?
1: Oh, that's a really good question. Uh, Thank you. Um, jeez, I don't know. I mean, I, I've all like since the beginning, I was Captain Falcon because I thought he like he didn't have he didn't throw any fireballs. He didn't like, you know, he was kind of felt underpowered, and so I was like very empowered by that. Like, I'm going to be good just with my fists. And my Falcon Punch, and uh, so I don't think you could knock me. I don't know who. I don't have like a favorite video game character. Maybe it's Captain Falcon.
0: Um, <laughs> Captain Falcon. I mean, especially for an F Zero pilot, he's really had some staying power. Because I feel like it's like you don't look at the F Zero roster and you're like, oh, there's all these memorable characters. But by by becoming a a, a fixture of Smash Brothers, Captain Falcon has really raised his profile. And you got, I gotta say. One of the best lines of V.O. in terms of delivery in games is Falcon Punch. When he says yeah. that Falcon Punch, that big windup that matches the animation, it's just so gratifying.
1: It's real. Do you think the Falcon Punch voice actor is just sitting pretty like he gets a nickel every time?
2: <laughs> it's not. No, that is not. I mean, <laughs> he,
1: he made $40 to record it 25 years ago.
2: My, my barista used to be the voice actress for uh, Daisy. Uh, and I feel like wow. that says I, I came in like wearing a Mario shirt and she's like, oh, I'm I'm the voice of Daisy. And I was like, oh, oh. this it's like when I when my plumber was Crash Bandicoot, uh, you, you find out some things about what you expect people are making from from these appearances. And it turns out that it does not change your life.
0: I once got an Uber ride from and the driver was like oh yeah i worked on every episode of power rangers i was the monster wrangler and i was like what and i was like and he explained the whole thing of just like my my job was to get the guys into the big suits and then i'd help them like move around and like he just like he worked on like you know 180 episodes of power rangers and then you know, basically made no money at all because it was all non-union for for you know, like the cheap, the absolute the bottom, and completely fallen out of of paying everyone. Wow, it's a uh, it, yeah, it's grim.
1: Well, speaking of vote, no on twenty two.
2: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening in California. This uh, episode comes out moments before you have the option to uh, vote no on twenty two. Um, I say vote <laughs> yes on twenty two. You know,
1: don't say that. No, it's you so contrarian.
2: No, I mean like, but let's let's be honest. Vote oh, yes on twenty two. No, Heather. No, this is this, this is this is confusing to, people. <laughs> I am an accelerationist, and I feel like the quicker we get to the true dystopia, then we can get beyond it. <laughs> and if we've until- learned
0: anything from from fascism, the rise of global fascism, it's that accelerationism is not the right approach. It just makes things worse.
2: Okay, just further okay.
0: entrenches corporate power worldwide.
2: For for clarity's sake. Yes. I am joking
0: Okay, when I
2: say vote no on 22. Come (laughs) on.
0: (laughs) So uh, you're saying you're uh, Smash Brothers, historically one of your favorites. Uh, You're playing Red Dead now. What are uh, what kind of games do you gravitate towards in general?
1: Uh, I'm a big couch co-op guy. Like I love. Wow. Yeah, I love like the best night is everybody over. I've, I've been playing in little Tony Hawk, the new Tony Hawk. And that was great. My friend was like, we got to buy this. And he came over and we played in it. That's that's good. Um, you know, Halo, of course. This game I'm playing on Switch right now, uh, which I don't know if you guys know, called Crawl. I haven't messed around with it's it. It's like a. Nope. Do you know anything about it? No, no. So bas- it's like a rogue light or rogue like. I always get this wrong. But it's it's like a dungeon crawler. You're all on the same team. And then whoever gets enough like soul points becomes the bad guy. And then you control all the animals, all the slimes, you can drop slimes, you attack the players, and then when they kill your, like, main baddie, they become the bad guy. So, it's like, you're on the same team until you're not, and then it all gets shuffled around. It's amazing. Like, retro 8-bit graphics, it's really good.
2: That sounds like one hype motherfucking time.
1: I, I love the working together in a video game world is, like, the, the most most fun.
2: Was one of the Resident Evils a couch co-op?
1: Yes, five I think, or mm. maybe six. It was the first like really actiony one, or maybe the second really actiony one, where it's like third person over the shoulder. Mm. No, nope. well, Apodaca I looks don't like know. He wants to say something?
3: Oh no, I that was just that's just my face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but one was where you had two people, and me and my brother played through that real real fast. That's rad. You guys yep. aren't into couch co-op?
0: I mean, like, like for me, again, it goes back to it goes back to when I lived with the roommates, which was so long ago at this point. Um, but I but, you know, like like one I really remember liking and really having a lot of fun playing the entire campaign outside of Halo. Halo was a big one, but was was uh, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. They made sort of a a a uh, an action RPG version using that license. Um, that was kind of there. There was also the 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 Champions of Norath was another one for that same generation where it was just sort of like a kind of like a Diablo, uh, like you know, isometric, dungeon crawl game with a bunch of loot and um it it was as fun as shit and it was really fun to play uh, IRL and it, and it's just like yeah it's a totally different experience from playing online
1: and I think I it's like everything is coming out just goes to online multiplayer and it's, yeah it's a huge bummer.
0: Yeah, which I get. I mean, it's so hard to wrangle. Like, it's just so hard to even have, especially like, right now. Aside our unique time timeline, aside, even before then, it's so hard to get another adult to like come do something in person with you, like anything. Like that's just like it. Just there reaches a certain. You reach a certain age, and that just becomes a, a, an extremely difficult thing to set up. Th-
2: that's because there's a pandemic, Nick. Like you can't. I get said outside over.
0: of the current. I just was saying. <laughs>
2: I just, our current I,
0: timeline aside,
2: I just, i feel like I, I want—I want our audience to hear. You—we can't have people over right now. That's all. Okay, it's, I'm giving you so You
1: believe you're voting yes on 22, and you believe in the pandemic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not voting yes on 22 because I don't vote. I mean, come on! Oh boy,
1: <laughs> this is the episode that cancels all of us.
2: Nick,
1: <laughs> um, wait, I, I... wait,
2: wait, 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 wait! Because I'm starting to sweat. None of what I'm saying is true. It's just jokes, guys. It's just <laughs> jokes. Please go vote. Good for goodness. Go vote for goodness. All right, that's great. Um, keep going. What are we talking about?
4: We're, what are we talking about? Should I?
2: <laughs> oh, wait. Should we cut that part, and I should just keep doing the bit?
1: <laughs> I have been playing a. Um, Especially now that I have the PS4, because my Xbox wasn't working, and you know, Switch. Can you even chat on Switch? You have to have the Nintendo app on your phone, and I've never gotten it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: But uh, I've been playing a lot of Battlefield Five with a buddy on 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 PlayStation Live, I guess, and I I enjoy that. Um, And then I was playing a lot of Rainbow Six Siege. Again, these are like co op. I mean, I guess they're both more like first person shooters, but. Like Siege, where you got like tasks and stuff and like, oh, you're the guy with the little drone and I'm the guy with the like little wall bomber. Like I love that, like communication and working together, like that's, that's love it.
2: I've just remembered that this week I started playing a game that has, I believe, now I have to look it up, has a couch co-op mode or at least a co-op mode that's socially distanced co-op mode. Uh, And now I have to find out well, I'll just say it. I think Star Wars Squadrons mm, has mm-hmm. a co-op mode uh, for the multiplayer, And I've started playing squadrons this week, and it's fucking awesome. It is so much fun. Uh, if you have a VR setup, it is heaven. If you have a VR setup and you like Star Wars, you might as well just like hang out in the hangar on the fucking death star or what like, it, it's so good. It's so good. I cannot sing its praises enough. I almost started crying when I first started playing it because it was so joyful. Rutherford, if you like Star Wars and you like yeah. and you like flying like co-op, fucking everybody's got a mission,
1: I that I mean that I just I was googling if it's on the Quest cuz I have a like an Oculus Quest.
2: Oh, but wow. it's not. Oh, no. I think I have
1: an Oculus Quest. I have you, think? N- you know, what is the Well, I always forget which one it is cuz the there's Oculus- like three of them.
2: There's Oculus PSVR, uh the Vive, right? HTC Vive, and then the um the Steam one. What one's the Steam?
0: Oh yes. Uh fuck. What the fuck is the Steam one called? The, uh, the Steam
2: oh, pu- Punishment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What the hell is that steam, called?
1: Steam steamed glasses.
2: Fuck the on, fog. This is be crazy. <laughs> it doesn't,
1: it's fine.
2: Yeah, anyway. but Oculus
1: has like four. They have the Go, Quest, the one that hooks up to a gaming PC, and now I think they have a Quest Two. So Quest they're, and like the Quest is like all standalone. It's just on your face. There's no, yeah. I don't hook it up, and there's no sensors. But I, um, and Quest Two came out great. today,
2: I think. Actually, as yeah, of this like, record, the Quest Two came out. I think. Well, anyway, the, you got- the Valve
0: VR, the Steam VR you were mentioning is the Valve Index. Valve Ooh, Index. No that's wonder we dumb. couldn't
2: remember it. It sounds like a fucking <laughs> spreadsheet.
0: <laughs> um, uh, uh, you, Star Wars and VR reminds me, Nick, you had a story that you told about you, you had a Star Wars VR experience. I'm not
1: sure if you oh, want yeah. to share this now. Oh, Oh, that's a great—yeah, I forgot about that. So, again, cooperative gaming experience. They used to have this thing when things called malls were open— Called, uh, I think it was called Quest, as well. Actually, okay, yeah. Anyway, it was like a mall kiosk VR station, and they had this amazing VR Star Wars experience. And you're really walking through this thing, and you have to your VR hand reaches up to a VR lever, and but your real hand actually grips the VR lever. And if you look at your hands and move your fingers, like you're wearing stormtrooper gloves, and you see each individual finger move, it was like really, really well done. Uh, so I went with three friends for like somebody's birthday. And we go in and, like, it's just pure bliss immediately. You're in a little transport ship and there's, like, a droid saying, like, oh, you guys are disguised as stormtroopers to take over Mon Motha's lava cave or whatever it was. (laughs) And, like, within, like, four seconds of the game starting, like... Somebody went up, like my buddy went up and was just jerking off the droid, and then I turned to my <laughs> left and my other buddy was was jerking himself off while my other friend started blowing me as the as the stormtrooper. Like, like it didn't like we're in Star Wars. We're so excited. We're holding actual blasters that look like actual blasters, and then Amelia was like, "Oh, cool! I have a hand that works. Let me." make fun of jerking you off like, a <laughs> sexual act and that never stopped for the whole like 15 minutes <laughs> and then at some point at some point uh <laughs> my buddy like lifts his headset up because he's like where the fuck are we like we just were in a dark room and then doors were opening we're literally walking around and he just opens his eyes and opens he's in a. we're in a dark room still but there's just a guy in the corner working on a laptop and he just snaps his head at him and goes put your visor down. And the he <laughs> just like drops it down again. And, uh, but then, so afterwards he tells us, he's like, uh, so we we're just like in an office space, I guess. And people were just working around us and we were like getting on each other's knees and like fake blowing each other. And, stuff. <laughs> and so I go to the, like the guy running it and I'm like, Hey, I'm really sorry about like all that jerking off stuff and blowjob stuff. And, and he like cut me off. He's like, everybody blows each other (laughs) (laughs) we see it all the time everybody gets in there the first thing they do they start sucking each other and jerking each other off
0: (laughs) <laughs> I love VR. <laughs> oh, do you? Uh, I mean, Star uh, Star Wars uh, uh, Squadron. I know, like, like uh, you you were singing its praises, Heather, and a lot of people were speaking positively about that. Any other VR experience? I don't. I don't have a VR headset. I've o- I've only messed around with someone else's. But do, is any other VR stands out to either of you as like particularly noteworthy?
2: So there's a. The, I mean, this is the dumb the dumbest answer. There mm-hmm. is a um an app on PlayStation called Anywhere VR. And all it is is is, uh, an environment that you can go to. And if you have an Android tablet or phone, which I don't, uh, you can project your computer into the space and work in a space. So you can sit in a cafe uh, in like Hakone, Japan, or you can like sit in a, like in a farm And it's got 3D audio, and it feels like you're outside. And that is my favorite meditative experience because we can't go anywhere, especially now in the pandemic. We can't go anywhere. So like the ability to go to the middle of the forest, I mean, I guess I could go to the middle of the forest, but I can't go to Paris. And like being able to go to Paris, look, here's my million dollar idea for VR, and I don't know why anybody hasn't done it, is setting up 360 cameras live all over the world and you subscribe to a service where you can broadcast them to your VR unit. So, if you want to work in your favorite bar in Paris, you can do a live stream of a 360 3D experience of that bar and work in that bar. Like why not? Why isn't anybody doing it? It seems like such a no-brainer. That's that's Heather's Corner, our new <clears throat> segment. Uh- Heather's Business Corner.
0: (laughs) Wow, this is going to supplant 70 seconds in gaming heaven? Nope. Heather's Business Corner?
1: I'm into it. um, Have you you played on uh, an Oculus or any VR headset a game called Akron? Nope. Akron, Attack of the Squirrels, I think. Let me look it up. Um, Yeah, Attack of the Squirrels. So somebody puts the headset on, and they're a tree— who has to be stationary because they have roots and they're a tree, but can move their arms, their branch arms, and pick up these like little acorn bombs that appear in front of them. And then up to five other people download the Akron app on their phone, Android or iOS. Everybody (laughs) joins the room and it's five squirrel friends against one person playing a tree who's chucking acorns at these squirrels who are trying to steal his nuts. Wow. that It's an amazing game. It's I'm looking I, at like
3: a video of it right now, and it looks like a it looks like a lot of fun.
1: It's a really good party game.
2: I googled Akron Squirrel, uh, spelled like Akron, Ohio, because I didn't know it was like a Acorn, but Akron. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, Akron Squirrels' first um, uh, result is a a fuzzy, furry, a furry, fuzzy. What do you call them? Furries, Nick? Furry. he's still don't know furry. what you're talking about. Anyway, it's a furry, it's a furry squirrel princess. Uh, there are no results for the VR experience. Just a lot of um, Looney Tunes. Mm. Anyway, that's your, uh, that's our our third new segment, Heather's Googling Corner. <laughs> if we're gonna, it, here's the thing. If we're gonna get yes. rid of my favorite segment, I'm gonna flood the show with segments. We're gonna right, have to right. change the name of the show to. Oops, all segments.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do uh, uh, a, well, let's, we should get into Among Us, uh, which is this week's game. Heather, you want to take it away?
2: Yeah, it's an online multiplayer social deduction game in the tradition of Mafia and Werewolf, depending on, that's like the soda or pop or Coke. Wait, Uh, there's
0: there's a version of Mafia called Werewolf?
2: Yeah, for a huge portion of the country. In fact, here's a, here's a little, Heather's trivia corner. Boop, doop, boop. Um, in the year 2016, 2014, somewhere in there, uh, I was on a pilot for a live-action werewolf game, which was a mafia game. It was a uh, a um, game show pilot uh, where the host was Peter Serafinowicz, one of my favorite comedians. Was a little bit starstruck, and you played mafia slash werewolf it was called werewolf live on stage in front of a studio audience uh it did not end up getting picked up i believe our mutual friend drew Dafonso marx was also on that pilot um if they had gone i i won i won the game show wow uh, and if it had gone to air i would have won money uh because that's the way it works but if it doesn't go to air then i don't wear money or win money um but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was an uncomfortable experience. Um, a friend of ours, Johnny, uh, Johnny was like, uh, "I don't trust you, and I'll never trust you again." And that's a good segue into Among Us, which is a game where you are on a ship. You have uh, a bunch of astronauts or little little dudes in spacesuits. One of you is an imposter. And you have to go around the ship doing menial tasks while trying to avoid getting killed by the imposter. Uh, the job of the crew is to identify the imposter and eliminate them while completing these tasks. Uh, the game was released in 2018. And I had a list of other games that were released in 2018 and they were funny because it's been so recently. So like, you know, we, we remember what was released in 2018. Uh, But it did not, the game did not take off upon initial release and in fact only had 50 players at a time on the servers until a former guest of ours, as covered in the New York Times today, a former guest of ours, Soda Poppin, uh, streamed himself playing Among Us after the game went sort of uh, viral in different markets like Korea and Russia and brought the game to the United States in a large way. So now, everybody's playing Among Us. Take it away, Nick. I don't know what. As far as I can tell, as far as <laughs> I can tell, it was a
0: very small development team, and just like a real, you know, like like indie in an indie games indie game, um, uh, and uh, and yeah, just just sort of like because of streamers, because of Twitch, it it took off. You know, years after it, uh, its its introduction. Uh, completely unexpectedly and now it has this gigantic player base it's like the number one game on twitch it's it's got hundreds of thousands of downloads on steam
2: it has a hundred million downloads and 1.5 million concurrent players wow so it is a popular fucking game
0: it's a goliath um,
2: and again all you do is do little little mini games and then somebody dies and then all of the people who are playing the game concurrently communicate with one another either text or or vocally uh, to try and identify who the imposter is. It's the game mafia. It's the game werewolf, except with a video game interface.
0: I will say that the, uh, that uh, it, it, so, so you mentioned that you're on a spaceship. That is the primary map. And, but there are three different maps. There's also like, uh, there's a laboratory and there's like a winter base, kind of a, a, a the thing sort of analog. Uh, and you you talked about that, that that you're, you're playing the crew um and you are but you also have the uh, there there's the possibility it, it only happened for me once in in several hours of gaming that you will also be the imposter yourself. Uh, some right. games have one imposter, some other ones you'll you'll will have, you know, two or three imposters. And then in that case what you're kind of going around you're going around sabotaging the ship and murdering crewmates.
2: Yes, I'm sorry I didn't make that clear. That yes, the impo- there yes, what Nick just said is true.
0: This, is he- this has been Heather's fact check. New segment on the <laughs> <Yeah>. show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I, as the imposter, because I got lucky and ha- I was the imposter a bunch of times. And wow. it's super stressful. And I never made it to the end as the imposter. But what you do as the imposter, a lot of the times, is you just go up to where the minigames normally are and you just stand there. Because people can't tell if you're actually playing a minigame or not. So there's right. a lot of just like standing like Blair Witch style staring at a wall as the imposter to trick other people that you look at this guy fixing the ship.
0: Yeah. It's, it's so much of it is the, the social engineering side of things. Um, uh, like Heather was talking about at like to the point where I, so I had a game where there was, uh, uh, people were sticking to people were clustering together to just sort of be like, okay, well, well we, you know, we finished our tasks. We'll cluster together. Cause we know none of us is the imposter and we'll, they, like by sticking together, none of us will be killed. And so I d- adopted that strategy on another game and was like, you know, I finished all my mini games, and I saw someone else. And I was like, I'm just going to follow this person around. So we'll just sort of stick together because I know this person's not the imposter. I saw them doing mini games, and then that person called an emergency meeting and accused me, and it was like, is <laughs> like, like uh, orange is being weird AF. Orange is sus. That's the thing everyone says sus, sus a bunch. Um, everyone was was saying I was sus, suspicious, sus, yeah. They were saying I was sus and then everyone accused me and I got fucking booted out of the ship and fucking uh, died in zero
2: gravity. <laughs> well, what did you learn from that, Nick?
0: I learned uh, I trust no one. That's the <laughs> whole point. It's uh, no, it was a uh, it's it, it is like a uh, but I I, it, it's interesting because I would normally be extremely stressed by this sort of gameplay. And I guess probably because time I've ever done this, it's been in some sort of real life context or in-person context. And playing online like this to, to me is just like I, I just kind of find this a fun diversion. It doesn't stress me. I don't know. What do you guys think?
1: I mean, I, I don't know if I was stressed out, but I love Mafia. I love um, Werewolf. And, you know, you have these, like, really in-depth conversations in between, and you're, like, and everybody's d- defending themselves. But this, every time it's the discussion part, it's always just green sus. no yes. Black super sus. Okay, black then? Yeah, black, black. And then it votes. The guy is dead. It's never the imposter. Right. Like, like I don't know how to make it more interesting because I'm typing on my phone, and that's annoying. But, like... I guess everybody FaceTimes like that would be cool if everybody did like a nine person Zoom call in between matches and you could like actually see who looks sus.
0: A, a lot of friends are playing on like, you know, if if it's a friends group, if it's not just with some online randos, people are people have like a separate discord that's going at the same time and they're like interacting in that. Um, and yeah, I guess as long as you're on the honor system and not cheating, because if you if you get murdered and you just know who the imposter is, but in the game, you're not allowed to chat. So you you can't tell everyone. Uh, but, you know, if you were in if you were had a side chat, you could just leak that information. Um, yeah,
2: I did have a glitched game where one of the uh, one of the murderers was in the chat after he was murdered. And he was like, oh, yeah, purple killed me. <laughs> 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 I, I like that. <laughs> I, I learned something about myself uh, playing this game, which is that when I discovered that there was a social aspect, I texted both Apodaca and Weiger in a panic. Uh, and it was. Um, oh, do we have to talk to other people? Is that is that seriously? Like I started sweating and I've realized about myself uh, that the reason I don't have friends is my fault. It was, it was me the whole time.
3: Oh, no. No, I'm serious. <laughs>
2: wow. I'm dead serious. Like this was a major epiphany for me. Like I had this opportunity. One of the things that they talk a lot about in the New York Times article about this game is how it is a very a popular social game for people to just hang out in. And the idea of hanging out in that space made me feel sick to my stomach. So I've spent my whole life blaming other people for my inability to connect with them. And the truth is, I'm deeply uncomfortable talking to other people. Uh, this, is, this is huge, like a <laughs> fucking breakthrough that I had wow. because of this game.
1: Wow. Even with the chat, like you just, once that, once it's time to discuss, you just, you your you, your heart races, you sweat. Yeah. Because all you have to say is a color and then sus. And then you've <laughs> your job and you've sent somebody to their death.
2: <laughs> well, Look, I, so look. <laughs> I, <laughs>
1: it's too I, much. I understand. <laughs> I, I'm
2: going <laughs> to, I think. I think that it. I've I found a crack in a door here, live on the show. Well, we do do the show, not live on the show. I came into the show knowing that this was a thing that I wanted to talk about, and we'll talk about on therapy on Friday. Uh, and it's it's there are games that we can play with people. I don't want to play them because I'm afraid of other humans. That's what's going play- on, guys.
0: But you, but here, but uh, I will say this: But you are like I, I would characterize you as a as a high level fighting game player. I think you're like very good at fighting games. But Not that anymore, doesn't. But okay. Uh, but there was a point where you were like yeah. I, I would say I mean you're 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 very good at fighting games. Can yeah. I say that? We take was. that compliment. Sure. Okay. Thank All right, you. Heather. W- <laughs> All right,
1: fine. You well, but you got to that- combine it with a insult. So Heather's very good at fighting games, but can't form a sentence in front of another human. Being. <laughs> yeah.
0: There we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So you like fighters. That's a competitive thing involving another person. Is it just because there's no conversation expected?
2: Yeah, there's no conversation. And also, you never, I mean, maybe in the fighting game community, after you have a good match, you become friends with that person, and it ends up being in a documentary like Bang the Machine. But for the most part, you play the game, and you never speak to that person. At most, you give a nod. That's... Fighting look, the community for fighting games ends in, and results in friendships. My experience in the community of fighting in fighting games was I'm terrified to talk to anybody and that that was my fault. That's my fault. Look, Weiger yeah this this is a hallmark this is a moment it's I'm a just moment.
0: amazed that because th- this isn't the only like I- I'm just amazed at this game in particular. Is what triggered this revelation? Because <laughs> I, I don't know. I, like, I, is it? I guess it's just that you have to. I don't even know. We played other online games on the. Sh- we played other multiplayer games on the show.
2: Have you, we you where played, it's like the, where there's a social dimension?
1: I mean, I don't know. Haven't what you, you played Animal like, Crossing?
2: Yeah, Animal you Crossing. What the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> those people are fake. You don't talk to the, do, you like do the not animals. talk
3: about uh, my best friend Dom like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay guys, he- Heather sus, Heather sus.
0: <laughs> didn't you play I hun- didn't you play hundreds of hours of like Final Fantasy 14?
2: No. Eleven, yes. Okay, but eleven.
0: That, so you played 11 an MMO.
2: Was, eleven was pre-vocal uh vocal interaction. Eleven was PlayStation two. So yeah, but you're way,
0: also huh? This game's all chat. You're not you don't have to talk during this
2: game. Well you can. That so look, I I'm I've had a pumpkin beer. I'm trying okay. to discuss this with you. What <laughs> I'm trying to say is realizing that I was terrified of having social interactions via my voice was an epiphany because like the texting part is fine. You don't, you don't even have to say anything, but I, I played like when I was playing factions all the time, I specifically played without a headset, just the, just the ear earphones so I could hear people because the idea of interacting with people, I thought I was afraid that other people would be mean to me. What I've realized is that my fear of them being mean to me is the thing that prevented me from having these deep friendships
0: Got it. That's- OK, so here here I can uh, here I can sort of see eye to eye with you because I I accept that I am afraid of other people being mean to me. Like, yes, that is my limitation. Uh, but so I similarly stay away from voice chat for the most part. I, I like like a like, you know, like a little chat box or emotes. I'm fine with that. But actually voice chat with other human beings like I don't want to deal with that. Uh, uh, Rutherford, you mess around with the do you use voice on voice chat online?
1: No, I mean, like playing Battlefield, I'll be in a party and so me and my buds will voice chat with each other, but I don't want to have a nine-year-old run past me and and curse. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't need that.
4: Yeah.
2: Rutherford, you seem like a kind of guy from all my limited social interaction with you, like at parties where we've both been like, hey, we work for the same company. You seem like a really socially forward dude. Would you consider yourself that?
1: Yeah, I would. I do like enjoy the company of other men.
2: What's that like? And, <laughs> and,
1: and women. Um, what what's it like? Uh, I don't know. So you have to be pretty drunk all the time to do it. I guess.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, that. I mean, yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah,
1: but you also like drinking pumpkin beer and then lots of libations. And you're also very social out and about. Yeah. I mean, well,
2: no, yeah. If I get drunk, I can I can talk to any human. It's great because I I cease to exist. It's wonderful. <laughs> uh, I don't know where we're going with this. What I was trying to I was just trying to convey a thing that happened during the game that I felt was remarkable, and now I I'm starting to feel trapped and cornered. Rutherford he always seems like he's having a good time at a party. I feel like he'd have a good time <laughs> during Among Us. Don't,
1: don't bring me into this. What? All right. It's not a competition. No,
2: I, don't, I, don't, I will say,
1: like, I, I like, uh, do you remember, um, like, Splinter Cell or not the Splinter Cell, but the one where it's like mercs versus spies? Hmm. Like that had a really interesting voice thing where you could voice chat with your other spy. And then anytime you, like, came behind a mercenary, you could whisper into their ear. Ooh. So you would capture a bad guy who's another human, and then when you're choking them out from behind, they could hear you. And that and it's only like 10 seconds. And I've heard the worst things that have ever been said by anybody in those
4: (laughs) ten seconds.
1: (laughs) Everybody knows, like, I have a limited time before he passes out. So it's like every curse word, every sexual position, like your mother thrown in. (laughs) And I like that. I could get behind shit talk. I I like some shit talk. (laughs) Uh, there was
0: one, uh, you know, like among us is being, people are playing the shit out of it. And a lot of it's, it's, uh, uh, all over Twitch. Um, one story that I saw as a result of its prominence on the platform. Uh, this is from vice goats and glory. The U S Navy esports team played among us on Twitch this Saturday night. I'm reading from the article and hosted other players who used the names Japan, 1945, Nagasaki and gamer word. Gamer word a reference to the n word, oh, and these were all like these were all like friend not not like the uh, like just randos who ended up playing with the U.S. Navy esports team. This is like their close friends who they invited to the game. So I I <laughs> the, the, I don't the military having their own propaganda slash recruitment arms that are streaming on Twitch to me is just so upsetting and dystopian. Like yeah. I'm just like what the fuck is the army? And the Navy doing having an esports team to try to get teenagers to fucking sign up to, you know, take tours of duty whatever bullshit war we're going to be fighting.
1: I mean, didn't AOC like she's been very like vocal and public about like this is fucked that uh, yeah you cannot be advertising on like a thirteen year old platform.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, yeah, it's just yeah. as a recruitment arm, it's it's so depressing.
2: The advertisements for the Marines are among the most exciting advertisements that have ever been made. Like, it's like, there was one where, like, a guy is trying to make it across a bridge, and the bridge is, like, constantly shifting shapes and making spikes and blasting fire at him, and he's a live-action guy running for a goal, and then he gets inside, like, a Dyson sphere that's, like, collapsing on him with a bunch of weapons. And then at the end, it's like, join the Marines. And you're like, oh, Fuck! Like, if that's what <laughs> yeah. the marines are like. <laughs>
0: there, there's one I remember where a dude with a dude has a fucking like a broadsword, and he's fighting a <laughs> lava monster, and it, and he's just like fuck, like it, it's just it looks cool as shit, um, and it uh, looks like doom, and then the lava sword like turn like the 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 broadsword turns into whatever the marine sword is, and then he sheathes it, and it's just like like join the marines, and it's like it got me hyped. I was like, oh yeah, that looks fucking cool as shit.
1: You know, the extended cut of that, the, the guy defeats the lava monster, she the sword turns into a marine, camera pans down, the lava monster turns into an Afghani child.
2: <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no.
4: No, <that's> no. <laughs>
0: oh well, we should get to our, our final thoughts on Among Us. Um, oh so God. it's time for our review crew.
4: <laughs> review, crew.
0: review crew. So let's say something positive about Among Us and give it a numerical decimal rating. Uh, I had a lot of fun with this game. I will say, uh, the, uh, a thing that, that we, did, we didn't, uh, we didn't get into a lot of depth about uh, playing with randos, One thing that's that's kind of a bummer is a lot of people, if they're not the imposter, they'll just drop from the game immediately, uh, which just it it, it sucks that sometimes your your you know your ten person game will be depleted by a couple of people right up top. But that said. I genuinely enjoyed being a crew member. I feel like it's fun to like go around and try to, to to figure out, try to suss out who's suss. I think it's fun. And I like the little mini games, little mini games are just enough interactivity to give a little bit of a, t- a little bit of tension. Fuck. I'm trying to slide the card, uh, just, uh, you know, and, uh, before this thing gets interrupted by an emergency meeting, like, I, I feel like it's just, uh, just the right amount of, of interactivity for this type of game. Um, so, yeah, I think it's fun, and, and I get why people are, are playing it. So I'm going to give this an 8.0. That's my assessment. What do you think, Heather?
2: Uh, Well, I'm going to start with I've been imagining my score all day, and it's 8. So I'm going to leave wow. there. 8.0. Uh, wow. I, I really, if I'm going to name an, a nice thing about this game, um, it's the footstep sound. Yeah. It's really good. Like clack, 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 clack. It's really, it's really nice. Um, for a, I'm sure that they bought that footstep sound off of some kind of footstep sound library, like some free source or open source or, you know, you pay five ninety nine. I really like the footstep sound. I also like the visuals on this game. They're cartoony, they're fun. The animation is charming. I think that there's a magical sort of uh better than the sum of its parts atmosphere to among us and I went into this with the greatest social anxiety of my gaming life and then uh and then enjoyed myself when I played I was never ever ever the imposter but also never ever ever lost a game
1: wow wow yeah um, I will say I impossible the, to confirm either of those statements. <laughs> so, take that with a grain of salt <laughs> listeners.
0: <laughs> the, uh, the sound design point is a good one. And I, I did that's a, I mean, it, cause it, 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 it's like a, it's like a very realistic approach to the sound design that contrasts with a hyper cartoony, you know, almost like, like flash animation level of art uh but it it works really well and i'll say as someone who's who's uh done a little sound design in in video games in the past like there is a you know there is a craft to even if you're pulling from a library to implementing those sounds in the game and and uh mm-hmm. you know mixing them and timing them with the animations and and just, and, and what have you uh, matt what do you think something positive in your score
3: my positive thing is that um you know be, due to the popularity of the game the development team decided to cancel a sequel and is going to they're going to put some of that stuff that they were working on for the second part just into the first one into this installment of the game. So like with, yeah. as an update they're going to give us I don't know exactly what they're working on but one thing that I'd like to uh, suggest if anyone on the development team listens to this, an easy way to share a private game. Like that'd be so instead of like just having the code like if I could send like a link to like a group text from the game, that would be, that'd be incredible. Um, But otherwise, I mean, I really liked playing this game. Uh, We got to play today. The three of us got to play. And then some uh, How Did This Get Played uh, fans joined us on Twitter. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah, Uh, I'll probably keep playing this. Instantly complaining to bat about the game settings. Yeah, just immediately. just like, could you put second, could you put a second imposter? Could you do the, no. You said walk (laughs) speed at 1.5? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I got something you could do for me shut your freaking traps
1: oh, oh can you guys cut that out <laughs> <laughs> I got my
3: thank you rutherford for being concerned for me but i i'll, I'll handle that thank you
1: <laughs> damn man
3: uh damn. but for my score i mean yeah I it's not like i don't know i'll give it an eight as well because it's like it's wow i think it's very much an eight wow uh all right nick
0: uh something something positive and your score
1: for among us um so i did enjoy it as well i didn't think i would also so is we doing a negative round later or is this just positive you can say so you say can
0: say any review thoughts you want to throw in here
1: okay i i it is really fun being people and when you die you become a little ghost who floats around right and you can still do tasks but the most fun thing to do because i'm a ghost why do i care about saving the ship at this point most fun thing to do is follow around the killer and see how they play so you get to see them like faking things and you're like you little shithead you little faker so you get to follow them around like i love that they keep you involved in the game when you're dead I think that's really smart um yeah it's fun to be ghost and you have no collision so you can just go through you can
0: just uh go through all the rooms
1: yeah they nailed ghost um life yeah i feel like they did a lot of research (laughs) on ghost life it's like so immersive as the ghost um i do like sweeping leaves into the vents that's fun I like doing the little task. Uh, and I like. it's a bummer that you were never the imposter. Um, perfect record, Heather. Uh, because the most satisfying thing is killing people in the electrical room. And then hiding in a vent. Like, it is so satisfying. Uh, and you don't know when people are going to come back into the electrical room. So you're going to be in that vent for a long time. <laughs> long time. I will give it... Um, I don't think I'm going to give it an 8. I'm going to give it... Uh, I'll give it a seven though, because I do. I, wow. I do think it's a full package. Mm. Mm. Wow!
0: Mm. Hey, good good scores all, right. all around for Among Us, but yeah. Heather, maybe we're wrong.
2: Maybe, we we're wrong. maybe we were wrong. We've got reviews from uh, the internet that uh, take a contrarian opinion. Wait, how do I? I got to write this. I got to fucking write this down. <laughs> All right. No, you're fine. We've taken reviews from what? You're doing fine. Were you giving me a... Okay. I'm, I just, you're I'm me encouraging me you. The- you're
0: doing fine. It's not a note. I'm saying you're doing fine.
1: Don't overthink it. You, you're right. doing fine. Thanks it is distracting on. that you're filling out your Marine Corps application <laughs> well, <yeah. you> know, <laughs> while recording this.
2: I got You got gotta. really
1: excited about that Afghani child. <laughs> oh,
2: no. <laughs>
3: I do have uh, a note, and it's that you're doing fine.
2: (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. Um, We have reviews that we've taken from the internet. Maybe it's going to be one of your reviews if you hated this game. I have a review from uh, the Steam store uh, that says that uh, we had the wrong opinion on this game. You ready, Nick? Here's how it goes. Gift of the Magi writes, with 1.2 hours on record, functionally it is an okay game. However... The gameplay required means that you have to be nasty, ugly, and cruel to your fellow players. You can easily ruin someone's game by your actions, and it promotes doing so to win. It is the most toxic form of gaming I can imagine, a game whose entire purpose is for you to make others have a bad time. I cannot recommend this. Product refunded.
3: (laughs) Wow. Wow. What a dork. Wow.
2: What? (laughs) <laughs> oh, what a sensitive person. Sensitive.
1: <laughs> I I downloaded it on Steam because I wanted to play with a keyboard, bought it on Steam, and then Steam was like, hey, Mac boy, this won't play on a Mac, idiot. But it didn't say that before I bought it. It mm-hmm. just let me buy it. But I'm not going to refund it. I support developers. Wow. There yeah. you go. It's noble of yeah. you.
0: Um, Yeah, it's it's uh, uh, I got one from the Steam store as well. Not recommended. Apparently this game is for people who have friends. I have no friends. Tried for 15 minutes to get into games with no luck. Refunding. Don't buy a friendless like me.
2: Who is the writer of that review? Um,
0: Heather Ann Campbell.
2: (laughs) 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 I've got one more here from Coffee. Uh, Not recommended. 9.4 hours on record. This game has taught me who my real friends are. It's none of them. That's the entire <laughs>
1: review. Wow, that you guys are—you guys are really encouraging your listeners to like troll game reviews on Steam. Have you thought about the negative effect you're having on on developers? You know how I support Mm. developers. (laughs) You support developers.
2: There are 11,000 negative reviews. If you are the kind of psychopath who listens to our show and then is like, oh, you know what? Maybe I can get myself read. If I contribute a negative review to this literal ocean of negativity, then you probably would have found a different excuse to do it. So I reject your premise, Nick Rutherford. (laughs)
1: Okay. All right. That's, I'm, I'm not looking at the reviews. I thought maybe there was four. You know, I thought like it's early podcast. Those reviews, those early reviews count. You got to get hit the charts. Um, it's time for the question block.
3: All right. This one's from at 10 bowl slayer on Twitter. Uh, and they write, I've been playing God of War and watching Kratos recall his acts got me thinking. If you could have one object in your daily life that you could summon to yourself at will, what would it be? wow
2: one object in my daily life that i can summon to me like my real life Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, i would i have an answer it's a a banana or other piece of fruit (laughs) because i feel like that's a thing that i like that i would like to have a lot of times but i don't want to carry with me Mm -hmm. so like if i was just out and about and i'm just like man i'm hungry and if I could just and I don't want to like it's it, it's not easy to just like buy an apple from someplace, you know, it's not like buying like a soda. So if I could just summon an apple into my hand, if I could manifest that and then chomp down on that, chomp, be chomping down on a Fuji in the middle of the street, I think that'd be pretty handy. So I'm going to say a, a piece of fruit. What do you think, Heather?
2: I mean, that answer was so pleasant that <laughs> I kind of just want to let it ride um, I could say my water bottle, the truth is I bought a tile for my water bottle today because I lose it so often. Uh and I just want to be able to press a button on my phone, which is always at my side, typically on my hand. I'm almost always looking at it. Uh so to be able to press a button and have my water bottle go beep 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 uh then then I can but there's nothing in my life that I want as much as Nick Weiger wants a fruit. <laughs> Alex, Alex,
1: yeah,
0: it's such a great snack.
2: It's nutritious, gives you a little bit of energy. It doesn't weigh
0: you down. Fruit, check it out.
1: <laughs> how did this get grown?
2: <laughs> hey, Rutherford, how about you? Is there an object in your life that you would wish you could like summon like Thor's hammer?
1: Well, I've been thinking about this all wrong. As you guys were saying your answers, I was like, uh, you know captain falcon speeder that'd be fun um uh I, like a, a mythical item and you're like an apple which is like something you can just carry with you all the time you could get like an apple pack you could get like a fanny pack just for apples <laughs> well i have a <laughs> like fanny if you pack, came up to, a, su- a supplemental
0: yeah. fanny pack for apples i feel like would be cumbersome so I get that. I guess that would be my argument. But I, yes, you're right. You could you could definitely get something cooler. You get de- something more akin to the Leviathan axe itself. Yeah.
1: What if you had? What if you like developed like a Lear that was like <laughs> a, like a Chewbacca strap that had diff- different fruits in it?
0: Man. I, I I mean that would for it would look badass. That feels like the kind of thing that you'd like to see strapped onto Funky Kong in a future installment of that franchise. Uh my concern is that those bananas are getting brown real fast.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um okay, then I'll say Apple too. <laughs> I'd I'd also pick an apple. Yeah. And I'm ripping up these designs for the Banan right now. <laughs> <laughs> what a joyless way to end a podcast. <laughs>
0: Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at GetPlayedPod or send us an email at GetPlayedPod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at six one six two 2 played That's 616-275-2933. Nick Rutherford, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, go ahead and pleasure. plug what you'd like to plug at this time.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, thanks for having me on. Um, Dream Corp Season 3 comes out on Adult Swim on October 25th and on Hulu shortly after. Uh, check it out. It's a, uh, I, it's one of the most proud things I've ever been in, second to this podcast.
4: Wow.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, that's It's a good show. You should be proud of it. Yeah, you. it's a good show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: really it's really fun. Um, awesome. I think, you guys, I think you and I think your fans will really like it. It's very sci-fi and funky and weird and... And beautiful at the same time.
0: Check it out, Dreamcorp LLC on Adult Swim. And soon to be on Hulu. And
3: Matt, go ahead and tell us next week's game. Well, next week we're starting off our month-long deep dive on Hideo Kojima, what we're calling Hideo Kojember with the original metal gear. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, bucket of blood. Edge of a knife.
1: Oh, am I supposed to do a name now? <laughs> <laughs>